Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are in a recession. The White House wants you to believe that we're not. But every economic indicator is saying America is in a recession with a second quarter of GDP falling. Now, I'm going to give you a full report on this coming up in a moment because it's very important for you to understand what the Democrats are trying to sell you on in because they say, well, we we might go in a recession and that is their Bidenflation inflation bill, they say, that will save the economy. Now, just so you know, they think that investing $369 billion over the decade, the next decade, in climate change will fight inflation. They're going to spend about $739 billion of your money in pork barrel projects, which they're claiming is going to help with inflation. I will give you all of that in a moment. But before I get to that, I want to tell you real quick about legacy precious metals. You know what's happening with inflation. You know what's happening with people now talking about the idea of recession. You know what's happening with supply chain issues. And you know what's been happening with your retirement account. If you are not diversified with part of your financial strategy involving precious metals, Now is the time to call the people that I use and trust, Legacy Precious Metals. You can get the free investor's guide 
on gold and silver, precious metal investing, and how to diversify your portfolio. We have seen that they want to raise taxes. We are seeing a skyrocketing of our national debt. And if your retirement is in only investments that are directly connected to the market, you need to take a look at Legacy Precious Metals. Call and get the free investor's guide right now from them. 1-866-751-2218. That's 1-866-751-2218. Or online at Legacy PM Investments. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, I want to now get back to this big breaking news, and it deals with Hunter Biden. So please make sure you share this info with your family and your friends. We now know that Hunter Biden's business partner called Joe Biden the big guy in a panicked message after the New York Post laptop story. That's right. They're admitting it now. One of Hunter Biden's former business partners referred to Joe Biden as, quote, the big guy. In this panic message, the same day that the New York Post broke news of the infamous laptop from hell left behind by the president's son, the Post has now learned. James Galar, a former British Special Forces officer with ties to UK intelligence services, discussed the Post-exclusive report in a, with an unnamed person on October the 14th of 2020. That according to the message provided by a whistleblower to a GOP congressional investigator probing Hunter and James Biden and Joe Biden. In the message, Galar, who's 58, reassured the person that the, quote, revelations about Biden's apparent involvement in his son's foreign deals would not be damaging, regardless of the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Galar was asked if Hunter and or Joe or Joe's campaign would try to make it, this is the the exact words, oh, we're, we're never involved and try to basically make up collateral damage, quote unquote. The response, I don't see how that would work for them. Galar responded in the 6.07 p.m. message reviewed by the New York Post. Quote, I think in the scenario that he wins, they would just leave sleeping dogs lie. Galar added, if they lose, honestly, I don't think that the big guy really cares about that because he'll be too busy focusing on the other blank. SHI, you know what he is doing. We do not know, by the way, what that is in reference to. The identity of the big guy has since formed part of the grand jury investigation we're also being told right now in Wilmington, Delaware. This all in Hunter Biden's business dealings as calls have ramped up by President to have, I should say, President Biden, who has repeatedly denied any involvement in his son's business dealings included in a conspiracy probe. Now, let me just back up and explain that in layman's terms. We are now being told that the part of the grand jury investigation in Wilmington, Delaware, is looking at the involvement of the president. The same president that has denied any involvement in his son's business dealings 
They're now saying they're looking at him, including a conspiracy probe with the president of the United States of America. Now, it is extremely important that you understand the fact that Galar has referenced the big guy in his own text messages, because now we know, and that confirms another piece of evidence, that the president of the United States of America was receiving money from the Chinese communist government that was being, quote, held by Hunter Biden. Right? Galar had referenced the big guy as he acted as a driving force behind Hunter and Uncle Jim Biden, the president's brother's planned multi-million dollar deal with that Chinese energy conglomerate, CEFE. In an email to Hunter, Jim and other partners back on May the 13th of 2017, this is three years before he texted the big guy in this text message, Galar outlined an equity breakdown in which 10% of the lucrative CEFE joint venture would be held by Hunter, quote, for the big guy. That email, which was previously revealed coming from Hunter Biden's laptop, that was abandoned at the Delaware repair shop, this was all revealed by the New York Post in April of 2019, long before the election. And what did, the, what, what did the press do? They set on it. What did they do? They said it was a Russian conspiracy theory. What did the FBI do? They actually buried it on purpose and then closed investigations as they were being opened. Another former associate of the first son, U.S. Navy veteran Tony Bobulinski, publicly declared in October of 2020 that, quote, the big guy was a reference to President Biden. The former associate of the Biden family also alleged that Biden was aware of and involved in the planned CEFE deal. Bobulinski, who gave the FBI all of his messages and documents related to the Biden family that same month, told the feds he met with Joe Biden on May the 2nd, 2019, in the lobby of a bar at the Beverly Hilton with Hunter and with Jim, referring to the president's brother. This is the this is the entire crime family. He said the purpose of that meeting in Beverly Hills at the Beverly Hilton was to basically see if he was vetted to be trusted as a role as a CEO of the joint venture with CEFE. They were recruiting him, but also vetting him. At the end of the meeting, Bobulinski said, Biden told him, thank you for helping my son. My son and my brother trust you emphatically, so I trust you, quote unquote. Bobulinski claimed he had a second meeting the following month with Biden backstage at the Milken Institute Global Conference, where the then former VP was speaking about cancer. He said, quote, Keep an eye on my son and brother and look out for my family. That's what he told Bobulinski about his own kid and brother. Two weeks after that meeting, Galar sent Bobulinski an urgent message on the encrypted WhatsApp messaging service dated May 20th of 2017, warning him not to mention Biden's involvement in the CEFE deal. Quote, don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face to face. I know you know, but they are paranoid. 
Galar told Bobolinsky in the message. Okay, they should be paranoid about things, Bobolinsky replied. Biden has repeatedly denied any knowledge of Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings. Now, the identity of the big guy was raised again recently when it was brought up as part of the grand jury probe were being told into Hunter businesses, Hunter Biden's business dealings. At least one witness who testified before the secret panel was asked about the identity of the those mentioned in Galar's emails. Biden has repeatedly again denied any knowledge of Hunter's overseas business dealings. But a newly released voicemail that Biden left for his son in 2018 about his Chinese business dealings appears to contradict his prior assertions. In other words, he lied. We played that voicemail for you several times. And in that voicemail, Biden called his son to discuss a New York Times article detailing Hunter's dealings with a Chinese oil tycoon accused of economic crimes, telling him, I think you're clear. As more evidence comes out, it's clear that Joe Biden's relationship to Hunter Biden's shady business dealings are worse than we ever thought. That's what Representative Jim Jordan's Ohio ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee said in a statement. This comes as officials were reportedly weighing possible charges against Hunter as the probe into the president's son has reached a, quote, critical stage. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has already vowed a series of aggressive investigations with public hearings into Joe, Hunter, and Jim Biden if the GOP take control of the House in November midterm elections. The message to his ranking members has been clear. Be aggressive. Leave no stone unturned. Ignore backlash from the left-wing media. And do everything in your power to be ready to hold Biden accountable on day one. A source close to Kevin McCarthy said Wednesday. Representative James Comer, a Republican from Kentucky, he's the top Republican on the House Oversight Committee, added this. It's clear the dam is breaking and come January, Republicans will use the gavel to get answers for the American people. Hunter and members of the Biden family have peddled access to the highest levels of our government to enrich themselves. This is an ethics nightmare and now a national security threat. McCarthy and Oversight Committee Republicans, quote, are determined to hold the Biden family accountable for their shady business dealings with foreign adversaries, quote unquote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Miranda Devine, who is the author of The Laptop from Hell, a book that you should grab. She decided to go on TV after this story broke and talk about this shady business deal and the big guy now being confirmed by multiple sources to be Hunter Biden and Joe Biden as a crime family. The big guy is the president. The little guy, right, is Hunter Biden. And the middle guy is the president's brother. Take a listen to this from Tucker last night. Heard described the Biden family business partner. Panics over the possibility that Joe Biden's involvement in this deal might be uncovered. Miranda Devine is the reporter who broke this story. She's the author of The Laptop from Hell and a columnist for the New York Post. She joins us to explain what this story is. Miranda, thanks so much for joining us. So tell us where this information comes from and what it says, if you would. Well, this is a new communication that has been brought by a whistleblower to the uh, Republican congressional investigators who are really getting up ahead of steam in their uh, probe into the laptop and into the Biden family influence peddling scheme. Uh, There's at least two uh, committees that will be looking at that after the midterms, uh, provided that the Republicans, of course, uh, win a majority in Congress, which the polls show that they will. 
Uh, and so they're getting multiple whistleblowers coming forward with lots of very useful information. And one of those is a communication uh, between uh, James Gilliard, this sort of shadowy um, uh, British former uh, special forces operative who had links to British intelligence, to MI6. Um, he is having a conversation, a panicked conversation, which ensued on the very day that the New York Post, we first broke um, the first story from the laptop, which was October 14, 2020, just three weeks before the presidential election. And um, so this communication has James Gilliard talking to an unnamed person about what would happen if Hunter Biden, Joe Biden and Joe Biden's campaign basically threw their partners under the bus. Uh, this was the concern that was being raised in multiple uh, phone calls and sort of messages between um, various people who were involved with Hunter Biden. And James Gilliard was very cool uh, when he was being asked about this possibility. And he said, look, um, I, I really don't think that they will do that, um, meaning the Bidens, because um, he, he looked at two scenarios. One, if Joe Biden lost the election, in which he, he said that he thinks that they would just leave, quote, sleeping dogs lie. And if uh, Joe Biden won the election, James Gilliard's theory was that um, they wouldn't have to worry about any investigations into, uh, you know, into the influence peddling operation because Joe Biden would be so busy doing other things. Um, I think you have the direct quote there um, from it, but uh, it's, it's just another example where James Gilliard describes Joe Biden as the big guy. And that corroborates what Tony Bobolinsky has always said, which is that when uh, on the laptop there is a reference to the big guy, that means Joe Biden. And of course, James Gilliard was also the author of that email in 2017 in which the big guy was due to get 10% of a very lucrative uh, deal with the Chinese Communist government. And of course, the big guy was the whole point of the business deal in the first place. I mean, Hunter Biden and Gilliard brought no value to a Chinese energy company. It was only Joe Biden's influence they were after. I mean, just for a reality check, correct? Exactly right. Um, they had nothing to offer except the Biden name, which was used basically by President Xi Jinping's Belt and Road Initiative to open doors around the world where the Chinese Communist government wanted to buy up infrastructure and basically trap countries in, in, uh, in debt. And so um, when, when Joe Biden was getting 10, you know, was allocated, supposedly the big guy, 10% of a deal, um, this is just part of uh, a lot of evidence on the laptop, which might suggest that uh, Joe Biden was actually profiting from some of these deals. Of course he was. What a total sellout of the United States. Total sellout of the United States of America. You can hear it there. Joe Biden is the whole point of the business deal. Hunter Biden brought no value to the Chinese energy company. He had no expertise in any of these deals. This is exactly why it's referred to as a crime family, a conspiracy that they're now looking at. That's why they're saying that this is far bigger. In fact, it's impossible, I would argue, to separate the two, right? You can't really do it. It's impossible to separate the two. Fox News this morning had it this way. Take a listen. 
Again, on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Senator Chuck Grassley is pressing the Department of Justice and the FBI for answers. They, he wants an explanation after, quote, highly credible whistleblowers have come forward alleging that the agencies have downplayed negative information on Hunter Biden ahead of the 2020 election. Grassley says that the whistleblowers told him FBI officials falsely flagged verified evidence as disinformation. This is interesting that now we're getting uh, word from Chuck Grassley that these whistleblowers say that the FBI labeled uh, verified evidence, evidence that you uncovered, that the Senate uh, uncovered, Grassley and, and Johnson uncovered, and they labeled it disinformation. Maybe that's why 50 intelligence officials lied and signed their name to a letter calling it all disinformation right before the 2020 election. Your reaction? Thanks, Maria. Well, it, this is really a breakthrough and it does look like a concerted scheme to keep the derogatory Hunter Biden information, which was derogatory to Joe Biden, one of the candidates for president back then, uh, out of public view to stop uh, the senators, Chuck Grasley and Ron Johnson, who were becoming very, very close to some of this information to stop them from inquiring, uh, to cover up for the Bidens and to obstruct any uh, journalist reporting or Chuck Grasley and Ron Johnson doing their investigation. So if you just look at this overall conspiracy and that's now what they're looking like they're investigating in delaware they they're they're basically admitting it's impossible to disconnect hunter biden from the president like this isn't just a son that went rogue right like i i i've talked about this before there are great people in this country uh, incredible mothers and fathers who have children that make bad choices right and when they do does that mean that the father or the mother are guilty no we've had uh, there's people i feel sorry for that i know personally that have children that have done terrible things in business or are done terrible things to children or have done terrible things uh you, you know the illegal activities and and many times the family has no idea or if they do they've almost excommunicated themselves from the child they're certainly not enabling the child helping the child or, or, or supporting the child in the illegal activities you cannot say that's the case with Joe Biden. And that's the case, by the way, they're going to make. They're going to make a case that Hunter Biden is such a crackhead. And I keep saying this over and over again because I'm telling you this is their only play. That he was under the influence and he was so he was such a drug addict that you should feel sorry for him because he didn't even know what he was doing. That's the alibi here. Right. That's the it's like it's it's like the, the, the closest thing you could do to pleading, you know, insanity to not be held accountable for the, your actions. They're saying he was so under the influence, he didn't even know what he was doing. You cannot separate these actions of Joe Biden from Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden from Joe Biden. The business does not exist without Joe Biden being involved. So you can't just blame drug use for this. Act like it's one bad decision. This is decades of, by the way, conspiracy to commit crimes from Hunter Biden, James Biden, and Joe Biden. In fact, James Biden and Joe Biden have been doing this for decades before Hunter came of age where he could get in the family crime business. So where do we go from here? It was the question that was asked last night by Representative Comer. He's the guy that actually unveiled the fact, uh, was able to find out that there's 150 illegal activities, suspicious activities reports coming from banks on Hunter Biden. Take a listen to what he said. 
All right, so where do you take this next? And, and how do we get to the truth here? And, and what do we do if you have people, high-ranking people in the FBI and DOJ saying, uh, basically running interference and saying something's misinformation when we know damn well it's not misinformation, just like they lied, you know, weeks leading up to the 2020 election that the laptop was misinformation, Russian misinformation. Well, what we need now are those suspicious activity reports. That's what my committee's focused like a laser on. Uh, under President Bush, President Obama and President Trump, any member of Congress could request from the Treasury Department suspicious activity reports. But when Joe Biden became president in the dark of night without telling anyone, he went in and changed that rule. Now, no one in Congress, not, not just the uh, any, not just the ranking member of the House, I mean, nobody, even with high security clearance, can get this information. Joe Biden changed another rule. By the way, I want you to think about conspiracy here. If you're committing crimes in the middle of the night, Joe Biden knew as soon as he became president to change the rule where you can't see these banking reports. Not even a high ranking member in Congress can see them. And they change this rule in the middle of the night. That goes back to what a grand jury is going to be looking at for a conspiracy to commit financial crimes. And it's very clear that the president of the United States of America knew that he needed to protect the Biden crime family, not his son, but his business. He is this business. Without him, the business doesn't exist. And so he's the one in the middle of the night that decided to change the rules so that you cannot look at these suspicious activity reports filed by banks on the Biden crime family. The only reason why you would do this is because you didn't want people to see what you had been doing and how many times the banks were flagging your illegal activity in the past in my opinion, to protect his son. So if we had these suspicious activity reports, we would know what laws they were breaking because no bank is going to notify the federal government that their client is breaking the laws, especially if their client's the son of the vice president of the United States. Because when the bank notifies the government, the bank examiners roll in. And no bank, regardless of whether they're a community bank or a Wall Street bank, wants the bank examiners in there any more than they have to. The federal government knew this. These suspicious activity reports occurred throughout the entire Obama presidency, yet nothing ever became of them by the Fed. So what Charles Grassley said yesterday makes perfect sense that there was a potential cover-up by the federal government because I don't understand why Hunter Biden was allowed to continue to behave this way with all the evidence that points to wrongdoing. You know, it all points to wrongdoing. Why was he allowed to continue to do this? Because the president of the United States of America changed the rules and said, do it. The president of the United States of America said, I'm the president now and we got to cash in and you got to get every damn dime you can get out of this position of power and selling America out to literally our adversaries in Russia and in China. And that's what all of this conspiracy is about. There is no way you can separate Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. They are the same person when it comes to business because no one wanted to do business with Hunter Biden. No one was hiring Hunter Biden for his expertise in anything. They were paying as the bag man Hunter Biden on behalf of, quote, the big guy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All of the information that I just gave you is not even connected to the next part of the story that I'm going to tell you right now. And the National Review has come out with this new headline, and Yahoo News has put it out there because they realize this is a big deal. At least... 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates met with Joe Biden despite the presidential denial, which goes back to the conspiracy aspect of this. This is nothing. There's no way that this isn't done without his involvement. At least 14 of Hunter Biden business associates met with Joe Biden while he was the vice president in the Obama administration, directly contradicting the president's claims that he had no knowledge of his son's foreign business dealings. Yahoo News is now reporting. Records show that Joe Biden met with his son's business associates from the U.S., Mexico, Ukraine, China, 
and Kazakhstan during his vice presidency, according to the new reports. The president has repeatedly denied having any knowledge of his son's overseas business dealings. That's a lie. So let's go through through some of these meetings. In February of 2014, two of Hunter Biden's business associates from Mexico visited the White House to talk about business. Joe Biden was even captured on camera giving them a tour of the White House Brady press briefing room, according to new pictures that have been that have surfaced from Fox News Channel. Hunter Biden, Texas father, official father's official photographer two months later, asking for those pictures, according to the emails reviewed by the outlet. Do you have pictures from the lunch I had in dad's office? I think on 226, he then names the two Mexican associates that he was working with on a business deal. He says to the photographer, official White House photographer for Joe Biden at the time, if so, let me know and I can send someone to pick them up. Thanks, he says. How's Kiev? Hunter Biden wrote to the photographer, David Lineman in April of 2014 because he knew he was in Kiev. Emails from more than a year later indicate that Hunter Biden arranged for a meeting on October the 30th, 2015, between his father and his business associates. In fact, one of the business associates is Mexican billionaire Carlos Slim. That has now been confirmed. Weeks after the meeting, the Bidens met with Carlos Slim, as well as two other business associates in Mexico, along with Hunter Biden's business associate, Jeff Cooper. Where do they all meet? At the vice president's residence. We have pictures confirming that meeting reported by the Daily Mail. Months later, Hunter Biden wrote an email saying he has flown to Mexico City with Cooper with his father to attend a meeting with the men and then Mexican president, Pinier, quote, we are arriving late tonight on Air Force Two to Mexico City. We will be there for Thursday. I'm attending meetings with president with somebody's dad. Jeff Cooper is with me and we will be and will be with us all day. That's what Hunter wrote on February the 24th, 2016, according to these new emails that have been unearthed. The first son also expressed apparent anger with one of the business associates over him going silent on their business dealings despite being introduced to his father, Joe Biden. Quote, I have brought every single person you have ever asked me to bring to the blanking White House, dropping the F-bomb, and the vice president's house, and the inauguration, and then you go completely silent. That's what Hunter wrote, saying basically you better show up for these meetings in Mexico. I don't know what it is, that I did, but I think, but, but I'd like to know why I've delivered on every single thing you've ever asked, and you make me feel like I've done something to offend you, Hunter added. Well, guess what? Records indicate that Joe Biden was also meant to meet with Eric Swearin, one of his son's business associates all the way back in 2012, and, ho- and a host of associates from Ukraine and from Russia in 2015, including the Burisma executive, as well as the Moscow mayor and his wife, 
They are Russian billionaire oligarchs. Former Kazakhstan prime minister, as well as oligarchs from Kazakhstan, were also seen pictured at the same dinner as the Eastern European associates all mingled together to get some deals done with the president or then the vice president. The location of this meeting and the date are still unverified, but the pictures prove all of these shady actors were in the room with Hunter Biden and his father. In 2013, we also now know confirmed that Hunter Biden arranged for a brief handshake between his father and his Chinese business partner who had highest level ties to the Communist Party in China, Jonathan Lee. We also now have confirmation in 2014 that Latin American business partner emailed the first son saying, quote, Hunter, I just met your father. So exciting. Francis Pearson, help me. Thanks. Hope to see you soon. Records further indicate now that Joe Biden met with a host of his son's U.S. business associates in the White House during dinner parties, as well as golfing while he was vice president, according to the new records. Biden and senior White House officials have repeatedly denied that Joe Biden has any involvement in or ever or even acknowledge even knowledge of his son's foreign business dealings. That is all a lie. A federal grand jury investigating into Hunter Biden's alleged tax violations and dubious foreign dealings has reportedly reached its final stage, but now we're being told they are looking into a conspiracy. Well, it's pretty obvious why. When you got 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates doing deals with the president or met, uh, doing deals with Hunter Biden, only reason why is because they meet with Joe Biden and the president denies it. There is your conspiracy. We also have confirmation, as I mentioned earlier, that the big guy is Joe Biden. So all of this put together tells you that this is a clear conspiracy to sell out the United States of America. Now, I promised you earlier I was going to give you a quick recap of what's going on with the economy going to recession, the White House lying about us going to recession, and I'm going to do that in a moment, but we have some new breaking news, and that is this. Apparently, the U.S., because they need a victory so badly right now, has now just offered Russia a deal, the White House offering a deal to free Brittany Griner, the WNBA player. The United States, quote, has reportedly offered the Russian government a deal to free two imprisoned Americans, one being the WNBA star Brittany Griner and a corporate security executive, Paul Whelan. Though details of the offered deal remain scant at this juncture, a source close to the White House told the Associated Press the United States offered the Kremlin convicted Russian arms dealer Victor Bout in exchange for the two Americans. In April, the U.S. successfully swapped a convicted Russian pilot in exchange for an a, a imprisoned Marine veteran, Trevor Reed. We put a substantial proposal on the table weeks ago to facilitate their release. Our governments have communicated repeatedly and directly on the proposal. And I'll use the conversation to follow up personally, and I hope to move us towards a resolution. That is what the Secretary of State Blinken said a moment ago. John Kirby, the White House National Security spokesman, told reporters that President Joe Biden personally signed off on the deal to free Griner, as well as Whelan, 
saying the president and his team are willing to take extraordinary steps to bring them home. This is how desperate, by the way, this White House is to have a victory right now. The economy's in shambles. We're going into, or actually, we're already in a recession. The second quarter numbers make it clear that we are in a recession. The White House needs a win, so now they're trading Russians, Russian bad guys, for American citizens so they can say, look, we did something right. Quote, we believe it's important for the American people to know how hard President Biden is working to get Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan home. The last known public correspondence between the U.S. Secretary of State Blinken and the Russian Foreign Minister Sergey Lavrov occurred on February the 22nd before Russian President Putin invaded Ukraine. Blinken said his recent request to speak with Lavrov stemmed from both the desire to free the prisoners a U.N. broker deal to free multiple tons of Ukrainian grain from storage. He also said he wanted to warn Russia about the dangers of possible Russian attempts to annex portions of eastern and southern Ukraine. There is utility to conveying clear, direct messages to the Russians on key principles for us, Anthony Blinken said. What we're seeing and hearing around the world is a desperate need for the foods The desperate needs for prices to decrease, quote unquote. Now, Griner has been in prison in Russia since February after authorities arrested her for having a vape cartridge infused with CBD in her luggage. She has since pled guilty to possession of an illegal drug and has pleaded with the Biden administration to help with her release. This is the same player, by the way, that said that the national anthem should not be played at at WNBA games and also kneeled when the anthem was being played. But now she loves America. In recent weeks, by the way, the Biden administration has taken considerable heat for allegedly not doing enough to negotiate her release. And now they need a win. This after Brittany Griner's wife said, quote, unquote, it is very disheartening that she still has not heard back from the White House after Brittany penned a handwritten letter to President Biden from a Russian prison pleading for help. She went on CBS this morning, and then apparently the White House woke up and said, oh, maybe we should do something about all of this. WNBA superstar Brittany Griner has reached out directly to President Biden with a handwritten note asking him not to forget her while she's being held in Russia. Griner is scheduled to make another court appearance in a Moscow suburb on Thursday where Russian authorities claim that she had cannabis oil in her luggage. The U.S. says she's wrongfully detained. According to a representative, the basketball superstar tells President Biden in the letter, quote, as I sit here in a Russian prison alone with my thoughts and without the protection of my wife, my family, friends, Olympic jersey or any accomplishments, I'm terrified I might be here forever. I might be here forever. Well, now the White House has been shamed into doing something. So now they're working a deal and they're doing it. Maybe not because they actually want Brittany Griner back. They just need a victory. Because everything has gone to hell in a handbasket. If there's anybody, by the way, that's having a good day because of this recession, it is Jimmy Carter. The approval, the disapproving of the job on inflation at this point in the presidency. Joe Biden, 71% beating out Jimmy Carter in 1978. Inflation rises at the fastest pace in 40 years. And thanks to Joe, it only took 44 years for the, for the gorilla to get off the back of Jimmy Carter for being the worst president in U.S. modern history. So there's your silver lining. 
Make sure you share a podcast and please write us a five-star review. We will keep you up to date on what's happening with Hunter Biden as more and more news is coming out every single day. And I will see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia. And you get me, George Campbell. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.